learnt from her mistakes, and I have recovered her secret weapon. As she lifted a thin chain around her neck, a small crystalline egg elevated from her bosom, seeming to float in the air on its own. A light flickered within, but the candle's flame made the colour impossible to determine. She passed the chain to Marden. The egg followed along, floating effortlessly across the table like a tiny dog on a leash. "'In this strait,' she said, the weapon is more powerful than ever. When the banister boy cleaved the candlestone, every one thought Sir Devin dispersed into the sky, but his light energy had stabilized long before that event. Lord Lucifer guided him to me, and I gave him this new home, where he will reside, until we can safely resurrect his body. Varden draped the chain around his neck. The egg floated back and forth in front of his eyes, as if surveying his new bearer. What good can he do inside this crystal? She rose from her seat and walked toward the rope, gesturing for him to follow. Keeping an eye on the crystal, he tiptoed along the flat stony ground. The egg hovered inches in front of him, keeping the chain slightly aloft. Now that they were out of the influence of the candle's flame, the crystal's inner light grew clear. Two tiny eyes glowed red within. A strange growl entered his mind like the faint echo of a bad dream. When his mother reached the giant, she took his axe and kicked the excess rope. With a quick chop, she cut it free from its stake. A loud hiss rose from each severed end, and both pieces flopped around like dying serpents. She picked up the end that led to the coil, gripping it tightly to keep it from wriggling. Enoch is mustering a new army, including the banister boy and his father, and the former and current dragons in the world. Sir Devin will help us locate them before they can all get to Second Eden. At the very least, we can put fear into their hearts and keep them in hiding. Marden glanced at the egg. It had moved to a point a few inches in front of his chin. The growl grew louder and seemed to come from within the crystal. "'Haven't they lost their dragon powers?' Martin asked. "'The banisters, yes, as well as all the other dragons, except for Thigosia.' She handed the axe to the giant and set the rope in Martin's hand, pushing his fingers closed around it. "'Though I haven't heard whether or not the girl, Bonnie Silver, has retained hers. Still, their current state matters little. It is their potential that we must arrest. Bonnie Silver will be your prime target.' If you hold her, you control the boy, and without the two of them, Enos' plans will come to nothing. Marden clutched the rope, much thicker now than when he had pulled the two worlds together. Warm to the touch, it felt alive in his grip. I understand. What is my next step? You will lasso one of their soldiers. She showed him a ring on her finger, an ornate gold band with a fiery red jewel. May the former dragons and their offspring were a symbol of their dragon essence, a rubellite ring. Whether they have lost their dragon natures or not, these gems still hold a remnant of that former glory. Devin, having lived within a dragon's skin, can detect and find the signal no matter how faint. He is now a dragon-sniffing hound, and his victim, the silver vixen, will not easily travel beyond the reach of his nose, especially since she has no knowledge that she carries the scent. And I am to use this to bind her, he said, passing the shimmering rope through his hands. In a sense, when you leave this place the rope will become invisible and it will stretch without tension and without limit. 
You are to attach it to Bonnie Silver's body and tie the other end to an anchor on earth. Since she will eventually try to get to Second Eden, she will become the other anchor that allows you to bring the worlds together. Wouldn't it be easier to attach it to one of our giants? They would cooperate fully. She nodded at the rope. Tie it to yourself, you will see. Keeping his eye on his mother, Marden looped the coil around his waist and tied it in a loose knot. As soon as he let go, the knot tightened. Then, like a python, the loop constricted tighter and tighter. He sucked in his stomach and jammed his fingers behind the rope, straining against the painful vice-like hold. He pushed out his breath, but the loop tightened further. He couldn't draw in another gulp of air. Blood rushed to his head as he croaked, Mother, help me. She looked on with a stoic expression. Uncomfortable, isn't it?